It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. But now let's go out on the uh, the line and talk to our guy, who I'm wondering if he has any. We know he's got thoughts on the Eagles, and we're going to get to those. But our guy, Elliot Shore Parks, uh, the beat writer you need, my podcast partner on Go Birds, Go Birds Radio. Check us out. The uh, beat writer you need. Oh, you've never heard this before. No, oh, that, I've never heard that either. What? Elliot, you're not doing a good wow. job of letting people know your moniker. <laughs> that's I mean, is that, well, yeah. yes, that is, a, that is yeah. his the catchphrase. I had no idea. Life motto. Come on. Slogan. I mean, I'm not the beat writer you want. I'm the beat writer you need. Always. That's, where it comes from. <laughs> that's yeah. right. That's exactly right. That's right. really good. Are you about it's to great. Because it's got, it's got Of course I am. Yes. <laughs> Why have Elliot on the show if we can't get his thoughts on Actually. telling your son you love him? And, and the importance <laughs> yeah. of that, John struggling with that, has not done it enough throughout no, his life. And now his son's not. going away to college. His son's going to Korea this morning, South Korea. And John's kind of struggling with this a little bit. Elliot, your thoughts. The beat writer we need, well, uh, the love doctor we need. <laughs> I, I'm big into telling everybody that you love them. I mean, anyone that's hung out with me on a Friday or Saturday night uh, around 11 or 12 o'clock. <laughs> Get a couple beers in Elliot yeah, and you will tell I the love, whole party. I love everybody, right? So, yes, John, I would, I would strongly encourage you to tell your son that, uh, that, that you love him. That's a, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, well, I'm not in the habit. And I, well, you're I'm basically feeling doing it, right it over now. the air at this point. I mean, at this <laughs> <Yeah>. point, <laughs> that's <laughs> the funniest the part about this whole thing. Yeah, send them. Yeah, send them a link to the Odyssey. Uh, <laughs> Odyssey like before you go off, here's something for you to yeah. listen. to. So, <laughs> I, I don't really know how to say this to you. So just yeah. listen to me tell five hundred thousand yeah. people instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. callers agreed after four hours. I should say it. See, this is. I knew you would come through on this. All right, Elliot. Yesterday, the last day of OTAs, you got the chance to be out there practice. I know there wasn't a ton of action and not everyone out on the field, but what was your biggest takeaway from, from the last practice you'll see for six weeks? Yeah, uh, I thought it felt like the last day of school. Like we always remember when you were at grade school that last day, you're all just hanging in the classroom. That's what it felt like. There was not, first of all, the attendance wasn't great. A lot of the veteran players were not there. The entire offensive line, starting offensive line wasn't there. A.J. Brown wasn't there. Uh, Darius Slay, James Bradbury, Hassan Reddick, those guys weren't there. And as a result, it just kind of had a, a light feeling for the final day. They had to move inside because of the air quality. Um, yeah. Jalen Hurts in the first-team offense did not have a good day. Uh, I had Hurts down at 6-12 with one touchdown, two interceptions. Um, the interceptions I didn't think were, were his fault. The first one was an excellent play by Christian Ellis, who we can certainly get into in a minute. 
if you want. And then the second one, he probably just underthrew the ball a little bit. But now, after yesterday, they're done for the, the summer. The next time we see them, we'll be training camp. And I thought the practice kind of had that vibe yesterday. Elliot, is that different from last year that the big-name players didn't show up for the final day? You know, it, it, I'm, I'm just wondering, is this are, – are we witnessing a – deterioration of the off-season involvement which was a mm-hmm. real sticking point for Nick Sirianni remember he made struck a deal with the the veteran right. players when he first got here hey let's do this we'll cut back on the number of practices but I want you to all get to as many of these as you can how different is it this year the attendance yeah so I think the attendance has been really good this year and okay. I do think by the end and you know I think a benefit of getting these guys to, to of getting good attendance for so many weeks is They've gotten a lot of reps in already. When we got to watch practice last week, they had excellent attendance for that practice, just, you know, talking to players. I think there's been good attendance throughout this whole thing. So, you know, by the end of it, maybe the Eagles want to get these guys reps that have not been able to get them. Um, but the other takeaway, I think, too, when we talk about attendance and buying in, we talk so much about Jalen's leadership really throughout his entire time here. But during the season, we talk about it, and, you know, during training camp. But, I, you know, watching practice yesterday, it did strike me that Jalen was, was there. And I think it's so important, you know, you talk about the setting the culture and all those things. To have your starting franchise quarterback there when so many other veterans were not, it just stuck out to me that, you know, we'll see how the season goes and we'll see if they can repeat what they did last year. But I do think, you know, they have the right person at quarterback in terms of setting the culture uh, for, for the offseason. So other than the, the leadership how did Jalen physically show growth in these OTAs? Well, yesterday was not a good practice. So, I, you know, I, I can't say that yesterday he showed uh, a lot of growth. I did think the first practice that I saw him, uh, I had him down at 7 of 11, seven of 11 for, uh, for that practice. I just think his, his accuracy, it, it, you know, it, it's almost not noteworthy at this point because it's just expected. You know, this time last mm-hmm. year, I thought that he, he was hit or miss in, in, in OTAs and then in training camp. He was not as good as he was in the regular season. But at this point, you know, he makes throws. Even yesterday, he had a deep touchdown to Devontae Smith. Remember this time last year, the whole question was, could he throw the deep ball? Yesterday, he hits Devontae Smith probably about 35, 40 yards down the field in stride for a touchdown. So I think his accuracy is just much more consistent uh, this, this offseason than it was last offseason. Elliot, I was a little bit surprised at the Quez praise by Nick Sirianni uh, after mm-hmm. the practice. How fishy did that feel to you? Um, I don't know if fishy is the right word. I do think, I mean, Quez had a really good practice when I was there last week, and I do think that they, they do like him more than the outside does. I do genuinely believe that. But Sirianni is also somebody that is very aware of how their players are feeling and kind of maybe what they need to hear. So I do think mm. yesterday was his chance at the podium for the last time before training camp to really hype Quez up and to say, I noticed the work you're doing. I noticed the way how you've handled criticism uh, from the outside. So I, I don't know if it means that Quez is going to be a bigger part of the offense or that Quez is definitely going to be on the team. I could still picture a world where maybe they trade him. I don't think they'll be releasing him. But I think yesterday by, by Sirianni was, was calculated. Uh, and I, I think it was because Quez earned it. So I don't think it was wise. I think he just used that opportunity to give Quez the credit he believes he deserved over the last six weeks. How good do the Eagles feel about their right guard spot? You know, I think with Jeff Stoutland, you probably, 
you probably trust things will, will turn out okay, no, you know, pretty much no matter who you have out there. I think the drafting of Tyler Steen wasn't directly related to Cam Jurgens, but to use a pick that high again as someone that you project to play that exact spot, I, I think is noteworthy. I know that the players on the roster think highly of Cam Jurgens. He is a really good athlete. You talk to Howie Roseman about it, he'll say that Cam has elite physical traits, which is something they really look for in their offensive linemen. But at the end of the day, he is unproven. He has not played this position. He has not played this position at the NFL level. And it's, it's a very important position. I think a, another interesting wrinkle to this is those players were a lot higher on Isaac Sayamalu than maybe the general public. Not that the general public didn't like Sayamalu, but when you're a right guard that barely talks, you're just not going to get a lot of, of attention from anybody. So mm-hmm. now I think the right guard spot it probably has a bigger spotlight on it than it has in, in a while. And I think Cam will probably be okay. But, but I think that they internally expect him to be the guy to at least start the season. Yeah, I'm excited to see him play. I, I, I think he's really solid. Uh, on the defensive side of things, how much better of a feel do you have for Sean Desai after these practices? You know, it's really tough because we, they're not doing 11 on 11. Uh, they're allowed mm-hmm. to do them. They just elect not to do them. And as a result, you're just seeing seven on sevens without pads. So, yeah, I don't think you can get a lot of feel for, for how his system is going to look. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish I had more feel. I mean, we've talked, we've only talked to him once since they hired him. Whenever you try to ask players about the scheme, they are very, you know, not talking about it. No one will talk about it. They're certainly trying to keep everything about Sean Desai close to the vest. So maybe in training camp, we'll see a little bit more when they have to run reps of the system they're going to run in week one and you have full 11. But the Eagles don't want much about Sean Desai to be known and they've succeeded so far since hiring him. So, uh, Defensively, you mentioned uh, Christian Ellis, uh, yeah. the, the linebacker spot. Is he emerging? Is he making a push? I, I'm, I'm just uh, – the defensive side, it feels like the front and the linebackers, I'm, I'm not exactly sure how that's going to work itself out. Uh, yeah. Linebacker-wise, who, who was, uh, you know, popping eyes? And Jordan Davis, does he look like more than a bit player at this point? <laughs> yeah, well, before I start this answer, let me just say – James, I love you, but your boy Nicobe, not 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 in a good spot right now with this linebacker thing. It's when I OTAs. Look- really? <laughs> it's OTAs. They're in shells. Like they're not even in shells. Hold they're- on, hold I on. Know, I can't play defense. I know, Why? I know. Not because Christian Ellis made plays. Yeah, yeah. Enough. Come on. Christian tell us. Ellis, Go ahead. Christian Ellis has made more plays in this OTAs that were eye popping than I think Nicobe made last off season. And Nicobe has not made any eye popping plays from what I've seen. Now Nicobe does have the. I'll stop. Nicobe's a game player, not Christian a OTAs. Nicobe's a read the defense, a smart player, that kind of stuff. Like this is right. this is nothing for Nicobe. Yeah. So James isn't worried. But here here's what I'm I would not. say. Are they competing here's, for the same spot? Well, they're competing for playing time. Right? I mean okay. I like I do think Christian Ellis will play middle linebacker when when he's out there. I don't know if he is an outside linebacker type. But mm-hmm. what Christian Ellis has done a really good job of, I think it's something that potentially could be an issue for Nicobe. And that's in the passing game. The Kobe, I think his strength is going to be run-stopping. I think maybe if they allow him to play a zone type of of defense at linebacker, maybe then if he can just sit back. But I don't think the Kobe's strength is going to be in the pass defense. And Christian Ellis has shown that he has has been good in pass defense. He he has two interceptions, one yesterday. He had one last week. Both of them, yesterday was off Jalen Hurts. He had a pass breakup yesterday off of Jalen Hurts. And you remember last year when they put him in on special teams, 
he immediately came in and made yeah. a big impact, right? Yeah, so he, he is someone he is someone that the more he plays, the more he stands out. And so, you know, the linebacker position, especially with a new defensive coordinator, this isn't, you know, Gannon coming back and he already has ideas of how he wants to use people mm-hmm. and has, you know, kind of premeditated feelings on different players. You know, uh, Desai wasn't in that draft room when they drafted Nicobe. So right. I think that the playing time at linebacker is very wide open. And of all the linebackers, not just Nicobe, but of all the linebackers, he is the one that is standing out the most by far. All right. Enough, wow. enough out of you. Ripping my <laughs> Sorry, guy, Nicobe. The number Sorry. one Nicobe hater in the city, Elliot Short Parks. No, I'm labeling no, no, him. No, 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 no. But maybe it's the number one Christian Ellis fan, I guess, is a positive way to put right. that on a Friday. Uh, check us out tomorrow, Elliot and I, uh, 1 to 3 on WIP Go Birds Radio. Uh, thanks, buddy. No problem. I love all you guys. Oh, oh look at that. Elliot. He has good stuff. Love John, you too, buddy. That. Love right. you too. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 215-592-9494.